Alleluia! Christ is arisen. He is risen indeed. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Pastor Rob Taylor, and I would like to welcome you to this second Easter podcast of sacred choral and instrumental music. We just heard Alleluia! Christ is arisen by the National Lutheran Choir from their 2010 Hymns We Love to Sing, Volume 2 CD. Now let's have a reading from Psalm 30. I will exalt you, O Lord, because you have lifted me up. You have not let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you restored me to health. You brought me up, O Lord, from the dead. You restored my life as I was going down to the grave. Sing to the Lord, you servants of his. Give thanks for the remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endures but the twinkling of an eye his favor for a lifetime. Weeping may spend the night, but joy comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I shall never be disturbed. You, Lord, with your favor, made me as strong as the mountains. Then you hid your face, and I was filled with fear. I cried to you, O Lord. I pleaded with the Lord, saying, What profit is there in my blood if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you or declare your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my wailing into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Therefore my heart sings to you without ceasing. O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Here ends the reading. Now let's listen to This Joyful Easter Tide by the Concordia Seminary Chorus from their 1995 Jesus Christ, The Light of the World CD.
Well, we just heard With High Delight by the Concordia Seminary Cantori from their 1994 Through the Church Year. A reading from John chapter 21, verses 1 through 19. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you no fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast a net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw the charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred fifty-three of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to, to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this he said to him, Follow me. Here ends the reading.
Well, we just heard Jesus Christ is Risen Today by Concordia University, Wisconsin from their 1996 Triumphant Lamb CD. And before that, we heard O Sons and Daughters of the King by the Concordia Seminary Chorus from their 1996 Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice CD. And before that, we heard Christ Jesus Lay in Death's Strong Bands by the Concordia Seminary Cantori from their 1984 O Sing Unto the Lord CD. When I was a child, I collected baseball cards. I think I had the complete 1971 through 1974 Cleveland Indians starting lineup. My friends and I traded cards and we followed batting averages, RBIs, and all that. I also followed the exploits of Johnny Quest and his dog Bandit, and I never missed an episode of Captain Kirk on Star Trek. Lots of people follow something in life, whether it be the stock reports, celebrity entertainers, the latest movies, sports, politics, NASCAR, you name it, pro fishing, people follow it. What are the things that you follow in life? Since a young man back in 1985, I started following Jesus of Nazareth, who was called the Christ. It's been my life's greatest adventure to follow the Lord Jesus above all other followings. Because when we follow Jesus, we follow life itself. As Jesus once said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Jesus came to teach us the path of life, and the path of life is found in following him. But many people don't know how to follow Jesus, however, because they don't understand how to follow him. And as such, they may become frustrated or bored and and may even quit out of a sense of failure and give up altogether. And all the while, they still yearn for true and genuine spirituality that can only be found in following the Master, Jesus. This is exactly the picture of Peter fishing along the Sea of Galilee in John 21, 1-19. It's after the resurrection and Jesus had already appeared to the disciples and to Thomas, who put his finger in his side, for some reason, however, Peter was troubled, I'm sure maybe because of his denial of Jesus. So he left and went fishing, and many of the disciples went with him. But Jesus tracked him down, and through the encounter between Jesus and Peter and the rest of the disciples that morning along the Sea of Galilee, we get a keen insight into how to follow Jesus in our everyday lives. And it all surrounds one simple idea that Jesus serves us so that we may serve others. Jesus shows his true servant heart again by serving the disciples, inviting them to a meal he has prepared. This is the way of Jesus. Jesus stated in Mark 10 verse 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The way of Jesus is to always be feeding us, always serving us, in this picture of the disciples and Jesus along the Sea of Galilee on that morning is a picture of Sunday morning worship. You see, we do not come to Sunday morning church to serve Jesus. We come to Sunday morning church so Jesus may serve us, so Jesus may feed us. That's why it's called worship service. God serves us, and our response is to worship him. Each Lord's Day, 
Sunday, Jesus invites his disciples to come and sit down to a meal he has prepared for us by his word. Because before Jesus can send them forth for the kingdom, he must strengthen them, commission them, and impart his grace to them. That is the purpose of Sunday morning church. That is exactly what Jesus does with Peter. Jesus serves him and gives him a threefold affirmation of love and forgiveness. But notice each affirmation of Peter is followed by a command by Jesus to Peter, which ends with, follow me. This is the believer's greatest calling, to follow Jesus in the way, which is to first allow Jesus to serve us, and then to serve as we have been served, to love as we have been loved, and to give our lives as he has given his life for us. Amen. Well, that is just about our time for this program. Let's continue on with Awake My Heart with Gladness, produced in 2008 by Concordia Publishing. And then let's finish this program with Lift High the Cross by the James Corral, St. James Lutheran Church, Chicago, Illinois, in their 1990 Sing Ye Choirs Exultant CD. Well, I hope you have been blessed and have enjoyed this program. I'm so glad you could join me for this time of sacred choral and instrumental music. And until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Amen.
have been listening to the Majestic Music Podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Taylor. If you would like to know more about me or this program, check out www.robbytaylor.org. If you would like to submit a piece of music for consideration, write to me at pastor.taylor at yahoo.com. God's blessings to you. Goodbye.